tonight is Jess. Hey everyone. And tonight we're doing the newest Candyman film, Candyman 2021 horror film. Jess, you've been looking forward to this one for like a year and a half, it feels like. Very long time. I know, and I am not a patient person, so I honestly am so surprised I lasted this long. Like, I didn't die before this movie came out. (laughs) Uh, We were going through, like, all the stuff coming up, and you're like, ah, not really, not really. And then this one came up, and you're like, oh, finally. Um, (laughs) Have you seen the original? There's, like, three original ones. I had never seen any any of the original. I didn't know it was an original. And I know, like, the childhood song, but where? what movie is that from that I know the song? Like, I had seen the tune in my head but is it just know. a song or is it from a movie i don't know a candy man song it's probably like from the main the song it's like do 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 oh oh the that's candy that- man can yeah that's What's from that? willy wonka and the chocolate factory from okay like that's from willy wonka because they sang that tune and i know the candy man i didn't i forgot what movie it was but okay that's willy wonka that makes sense okay uh, yeah I, I wonder if because the original Candyman, the one the movie was in 1992 i think and it's also a horror movie and it has the same kind of stuff as this one does um like the same themes and whatever and some of the actors that are the same from the original one which i was not expecting because i never seen the original so we'll talk about that when we get into it but yeah i didn't know uh like anything i didn't know this was like a continuation on that story i thought it was just a reboot like i thought it was just like they were just redoing it oh it's a continuation it is a continuation. Oh, like I thought it was kind of like it, where it was like an upgraded one. Okay, that's what I thought. I thought it was like, oh, there's that shitty TV movie that people like the like the, the two scenes, and then they upgraded to modern. And I thought that's what this was, but this actually has characters from the original one, same actors, like you know, thirty years later or whatever, twenty. I don't even know, well, thirty years, I guess. Um, wow. So point that out, and we get to it. But uh, this is what the modern Candyman is about. Uh, Anthony and his partner move into a loft in the now gentrified Cabrini. A chance encounter with an old timer exposes Anthony to the true story behind Candyman and anxious to use these macabre details in his studio as fresh grist for his paintings. He unknowingly opens a door to a complex past that unravels his own sanity and unleashes a terrifying wave of violence. So if that sounds interesting to you, it's written by Jordan Peele and directed by first-time director Nia DaCosta. I think he's first-time director. I hope I said that. Uh, oh no, she she wrote a she wrote and directed Little Woods, which I have not seen. So, but uh, second film for Nia uh, and yeah, Jordan Peele writer. So you know uh, Us and Get Out are his other movies he made. So similar stuff in there going on. If you haven't seen it, it's in. Th- theaters i think that's it i don't think it's streaming anywhere so gandy man in theaters check it out if you have an interest we're going to spoil it now and this is and it says right here in this uh, definition 30 years after the events of the first film visual artist anthony mccoy lives in chicago with his girlfriend who is an art gallery director that's brianna cartwright and uh they hear the urban legend of the helen lyle killing spree from uh her brother and his and uh, his uh husband or boyfriend or something uh and so they tell like the scary story of like oh she died in the fire Ooh. and apparently that is hap- happens in the original one that helen character is in the original one and that's what the first one's about so i'm sure if people were in the theater that knew that going in it probably would have impacted more i was a little confused at first uh, for a while but that's what's going on at the beginning he goes back to the cabrini green um like 
the old, I guess, projects is what they were, uh, and runs into this guy who runs a laundromat, that's William Burke, and he tells him the story of Candyman, and he has all this spooky stuff going on about candy and razor blades, and uh, a man with a hook for a hand who was killed wrongfully uh, for uh, for the crimes, uh, also having to do with the first film, so we can talk about that later. So he tells him the, if you, the whole thing of the Candyman is if you say his name five times in the mirror, then he shows up and kills you. Uh, so it's like uh, Bloody Mary. Any of those look in the mirror and say the bad, say the bad guy's name. Um, so you know Sherman, the artist, he's uh, or not Sherman, uh, Anthony, the artist, is like, oh, like uh, it's a funny little story, and he has to paint the thing, and he's trying to be inspired by something. So he's trying to get inspired by this uh, by this story and by the Candyman story. Uh, and so he inadvertently triggers the Candyman to arrive because he says it in the. I think the window at one point and you can see his reflection and then uh, bad stuff starts happening to him as well as lots of people around him. Uh, Candyman's coming back and he starts killing people. So that's, that's enough of a jumping off point. What did you think of this? Just did, did it live up to your hype? So I'm actually, I have a lot of things I need to iron out or straighten out too. You know, I am with movies. I, I don't get everything the first time sure. through or even the, the third time through. Um, <laughs> or even after I, 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 <laughs> I don't think it lived up to my hype, but not by much. I don't think it was a typical Jordan Peele movie because he has a lot of horror wrapped in with comedy that's done very strategically because it's hard to mix the two together. This mm. one was light on horror, and I wouldn't say it was really that funny. It was kind of more of a drama. So it's a little different from him, and it's not what I expected because I thought like that was his thing. That's what he does when he um, writes movies. But... It was good, and I mean, we'll talk about the parts that I was a little iffy on or things that just didn't sit right or I think that could have done better, but I, I did enjoy it. I was glad I finally got to see it, um, and I wish Nicole was on this so we can gush about how hot the main character was. <laughs> yeah, Nicole did not, uh, was not interested in seeing this this one, um, but I, I, so I, my expectations going in were, yeah, it's going to be a better than average horror movie. Horror is not typically my thing, but I wasn't afraid of this like I was some of the other crap horror movies that I really dislike, because Jordan Beale made two good movies that I like, so I'm like, yeah, there's, if he wrote this, he has to have some degree of quality, and I, it was very uneven, there's stuff that I really, really loved in this, uh, and like decisions uh, with different camera stuff and visual stuff that I really loved, some scenes that were great, and then there was also like tons of like ham-fisted crap, and then also I was very confused for several chunks, I don't really understand the full rules of Candyman, and like, what he can do and what he can't do. And I, I think if I, it's partly probably because I didn't know this was a continuation of the original. Otherwise I would have watched that first. So I understood. Uh, but so, you know, I'm a, I'm a little confused in some stuff. It was bold though. It did a lot of like by the third act, it's doing a lot of stuff and big choices that I wasn't expecting. And maybe I should have been, but um, it, it was, I, I'm a little confused on it. Uh, I, I think I like, okay, so I wasn't I, alone. Yeah, you are not alone. I we will try to figure out what. <laughs> so, uh, what what's your first like? Start starts with something that confused you because I already okay. said like I'm not confusing. Me. Oh no, what was confusing? Okay, I'm, so let's start off with like, how did this happen at this time? Is it because he got bitten by a bee at that site? Like, what first sparks the transformation of Candyman? Was okay, it the good. bee? You and I have the same question then because he got stung by the bee first, right? And then. He goes to the abandoned place and looks around, and that's when he meets weird guy who ends up being really weird guy. Uh, and then 
when he goes home to his to his uh, girlfriend, that's when he does the Candyman thing in like the window. You can kind of see reflection in the window, and she's like, "Oh, stop! Don't do that!" And he's like, "Oh, Candyman!" Ooh. Uh, so I don't, <laughs> I don't know, because you would to think me, it's the, the bee that started it. That's what I'm saying, but like this is, comes to my second problem. What are the rules of Candyman? He, uh, uh, the only rules we're told is that you look in the mirror, say his name five times, and it's not like Beetlejuice rules where you have to say it three times in a, you have to say Beetlejuice three times in a row, and it can't have words in between. Because there is plenty of times in this movie where people say Candyman five times, but they don't say it five times in a row, and sometimes it counts, yeah. and sometimes it doesn't. Like, the you girls got, in the bathroom, they, like, chit-chatted, they said it, and, like, they chit-chatted again. Right, like, and so, is it, if you say Candyman five times in your life while looking in the mirror, is it five times, like, kind of close together? Like, I don't know. I, I'm not harping on that one. I think it's fine, like, in the same setting, in the, like, in the mirror. That's fine. Yeah, I, I, I wish it were a little tighter, but, yeah, it's not a, it's not a big deal. It's just something... It, it, it makes it harder because we already have the question about, was it the bee? Was it going back to the place? Was it being told the story? Or was it saying the thing? Like, what was the first thing? The first thing is literally the bee and, like, his arm, you know, when we get to the, the arm whole thing. There's just another question I have. So, he gets the sting on the arm, right, or in the hand, right? And his mm-hmm. arm starts to scab up. And it gets really bad. And I'm like... Oh, that's that's an understatement. It gets really bad. Wh- it gets okay, into, yeah. like alligator skin. <laughs> yeah, I, like my, okay, and my skin is literally crawling right now, which is something I like. I think it really is unse- unsettling visual, but especially by the end when half of his body is the fucking. It looks oh god, it's so okay. Rough. So I he, think it's really he, effective. He looks like an alligator with like how rough his skin is. He goes to the doctor. The doctor makes no comment other than kind of like cleaning it up a bit like gives him a band-aid and, and sends him home not yeah, like he wraps it in a cloth hey or, that's it let's call the cdc because what the hell is wrong with you we can't identify what this rash is yeah it's 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 really bad it's like and i thought at first oh maybe it's all in his head and no one else can see it because the girlfriend hasn't commented even though like really like if like if nicole had that on her hand i'd be like day one i mean first of all she would do something but i'd be like uh you got Alec, you got your your arm is decaying. Like you need to get do something. And it, it, it maybe it's just me. I think it takes him a while to go to the doctor. At first, I'm like, oh, maybe he doesn't go to the doctor because he's a starving artist and he doesn't uh, have the health insurance. But they live in like some... a bougie apartment in Chicago, right? <laughs> yeah, because his because his girlfriend is like, even if he's not rich, she's clearly got money or something because she runs a she's an art director. So she like they're 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 doing fine. And then I'm like, uh, why doesn't he go to the doctor? Then he finally goes. I'm like. <laughs> Well, then why, you should have probably gone earlier. Your arm is really fucked up now. <laughs> like, the only like... purpose in the plot that the doctor gave him was to find out he wasn't born where he thought he was. Right, because then he goes to his mom, who... Who was the same, like, age as him. I thought it was his sister. Like, that okay. was definitely not his mom. I thought so, too. The actress who played that woman is 58 years old. Wow. Well, yeah. I hope I look like that when I'm 58. <laughs> and, but... and she is in the original one, and she is the mom in the original one, and that's supposed to be another twist reveal is that, oh, you were the baby saved in the fire from the girls in the story, because that's what happens in the original one is the, the the main girl saves the baby in the fire, and I guess he's supposed to be the baby grown up 30 years later. I get that, but I still don't get the relationship between Helen and Candyman. So I get he was in a fire, Helen saved him, right? 
Right, and I guess if probably if we watched the original one, we would understand more. I think in the original one, Helen is like a like a student, and she's like researching about Candyman. Maybe yes, I, I remember he went to the library and like reviewed Helen's Helen's notes. Yeah, I think in the original one, Can- Candyman was like trying to f- frame her for like murder for the mur- like the murders were happening, and it was Candyman, and she said it was some gang leader instead of Candyman, and so Candyman's like, oh, y- y- it's you gotta t- say my name, and so, holy, oh my god, are you getting this, hold on, sorry, I got an emergency alert blasting my phone. <laughs> I didn't hear it. Uh, okay, it, it, it was blasting my headphones. Um, she, she she gets mad at, at uh, in the original one, she gets mad, the Candyman gets mad at her for, like, not saying it was Candyman who did the killing spree. So then Candyman's like, oh, well, I'm going to pin it on you then. And it's kind of confusing to me. Maybe if I saw the movie, but like, he's mad that she wasn't blaming him. So he, he frames her. Wasn't he doing, she doing him a favor? Right. That's what I'm saying. But like Candyman's like, oh, I I want you to tell everyone that I'm Candyman and I kill. And I guess maybe that's what the ending is. When we get to the end, the, when the final Candyman version is there, he's like, uh, tell everyone that I am returned or whatever. I, uh, Wait, so, so why did Helen try to save his identity? I don't, th- oh, I, in the original one, I think it's because she didn't think it was a supernatural being. She thought it was just uh, this gang leader. So, she, Oh, so she, she truthfully didn't think it was him. So she was just mistaken. Right. It was like, it'd be like in real life. If you were like, Oh, I think this ghost is doing killings. And then you find out, Oh, it's a gang leader. And then the ghost comes up and says, actually it was me the whole time. And now you will die for getting it wrong. That's like, okay. The I don't the feel one. as stupid for not understanding that because that is really hard to grasp, especially when they only kind of show that in a puppet display. So what'd you think of the puppet display? I actually really liked the puppets as like a uh, visual tool for the stories. Like they made them fun. Uh, again, I don't understand the backstory because I haven't seen the original. It, this would probably all be cleared up if I saw that. Although maybe not. The, the plot count sounds kind of dumb to me. But what'd you think of the puppet stuff? I like the puppets and I liked how it showed the OG Candyman. Like how he fell in love with this white woman and then he became Candyman because he got beat up and then smeared with honey. So I like that. And I liked how they showed that story in puppet form rather than like a flashback. Yeah, I think it makes it more creative. It stands out more like you remember it. And that, and then at the end, when we get the reveal that his scabbed arm has gone from being the sk- like alligator arm to it looks like he's been stung a million times. That's why. And he, so he's becoming like the reincarnation of the guy who had the hand cut off with the hook and the honey. So it all kind of like works. It, it all kind of ties up thematically like that. I like all that stuff. Um, Wait, so is, is it because he was saved by Helen in the fire, he was always the chosen one that would eventually be Candyman if he was introduced to the bee? Maybe that's it, because then we all, because when he goes to his mom's house, he was like, she was like, we all made it a pact not to speak of it, yes. and that would keep him away, but someone must have broken that pact, and I guess we're supposed to think that he broke the pact, but we haven't really talked about him. William Burke, the guy who runs the laundromat, who is the guy who saw the... The ho- like the guy, the neighborhood Candyman, but he wasn't the real Candyman. But then he became the Candyman, like when he was a little kid. So I, did he? Did the 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 laundromat owner? Is he the the guy who broke the pact and made him return, or was it? And Anthony's just like collateral damage. Like I don't really. Oh, that's a, so another part. I when Anthony was a ba- was a kid and he saw the Candyman in like that abandoned apartment, that's a different Candyman that took over Anthony's body. Well, the, yeah, yeah. So. 
it was the the flashbacks is the the flashback to the little kid is uh the laundromat owner. Yeah, I get lo- that. Yeah, and so he he sees that guy who's in the walls, and apparently yeah. that's not the that's not the spirit Candyman. That's just a guy who would give candy out to kids. Like that's another that that character's name is William. Uh, no, that character's name is uh, Sher- uh, Sherman Fields, and the original Candyman, the one who died in like the eighteen hundreds with the interracial uh, love affair thing, is Daniel Robitaille. So those are two different characters. And like but that's is or is it like a regular guy that just gets possessed by the Candyman spirit? Well, that's what I think. Uh, the the Burke, the owner of the of the laundromat, is saying he's saying any uh, it's a it's a black guy who gets wrongfully killed by like angry white cops, I guess, and then he becomes like a, a vengeful spirit afterwards. But then, but then he kills people who says his, his name. It's a little con- it. It does, the 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 lore and like the actual things Candyman does don't really line up for me because if if he were a vengeful spirit of like black people getting killed by racist white cops, then why does he kill? He just kills like kids in a high school, and he kills he kills the sister of the of the kid in the flashback. Remember when the like the sister like locks him out of her room and and she kills him or kills her? Like I don't really understand the spirit of Candyman, why he's motivate, what he's motivated by. It's it's a little confusing. Yeah, I, I agree with that. But there's still still stuff I liked in here. I still like the design. I like the design of the final Candyman with the hook and the half bees and and the scabs all over. I like the puppet show, and I like the the lore stuff ties together. But there's just a disconnect on like what. Like the messages in the end are a little, little muddled, and then we get the heavy-handed ending where the cops show up to the end, and they're like trying to frame the the guy for murder. He's like, "Oh, you could do this one of two ways. You can either agree with us, or maybe you're an accomplice all along. And who are they going to believe? Me and my cop friends, or they're going to believe you?" I'm like, "All right, I get it. Like, I, I, I get it. It's very, very heavy-handed." Um, <laughs> But then that's another thing is Candyman kills people who say Candyman in the mirror in the mirror. But then at the end, she says Candyman in the cop's mirror to have the Candyman come and kill the cops. And then he leaves her alone. Didn't you think that scene was a little funny because she was just terrified the entire time. She didn't know what to think. She she thought she was safe in the cop's car until she realized she wasn't. Then all of a sudden she gets this look on her face like she gets like possessed or like. She has this bright idea, and then she just kind of, like, smiles very evilly and just, like, sensually says Candyman in the mirror. And I'm like, that's so out of character than how you felt five minutes ago. What changed? Yeah, I know. Well, that's the thing. She's just like, oh, I'm going to now it's my turn to get my revenge on this on this asshole cop by summoning Candyman. But the whole time in the movie, whenever someone summons Candyman, they're the one who gets killed, but she does it this time, and he shows up and kills all the cops, and then leaves her to live to to tell everyone that he's back. And, yeah, you're right. Like, it doesn't really match this character who, like... She was main scared char- shitless. <laughs> I know. Like, I, I don't know. It was, it's, stuff like that's confusing. It's That's why I, at the end I was like, it made big, bold choices. I liked a lot of the performances. Like, we didn't really talk about the actual performances. I thought everyone's pretty solid in this. The The brother and uh, his his boyfriend are a little over the top. And the, I thought they were the, great. <laughs> some of the other art show people I didn't like, like that cup, that first couple who gets killed. The I, Like, they're, they're weird. And, like, their performances are... I don't really get what they're doing. The ones that get, like... Uh, 
like the belt gets hooked to they get hooked by a belt to each other and then they get killed in the art gallery when everything is closed i don't really understand those two characters uh, the art critic like just kind of stereotypical like snobby art people i didn't really get them but yeah do you have any other i'm trying to think if there's anything we haven't covered uh, well, i didn't like and i thought it was kind of the part in a horror movie where it's good and then it just goes downhill and flops where it's like they're at the church so i was like Okay, this is good. I like this. Then um, the girlfriend goes to the laundromat's um, office, and then somehow she gets knocked out, and she wakes up, and she's at this church with mm-hmm. Anthony, the laundromat guy, and her. And I didn't like that scene. It just was like, yep, this is where the movie just goes downhill a bit. Uh, that, see, that's the part where we diverge. That's the stuff I like. I like. More, I, I want more of that uh, absurd over the top where he's like, he's the the because like laundromat guy uh, Coleman Domingo is the name of that actor. He's in he's in the one of the Walking Dead shows. He was just in a movie I really liked called Zola. Um, so he's in he's in a bunch of stuff recently. He was a theater actor originally, but I love his over the top like big personalities and performances and stuff. And I love he's sawing off the arm and sticking the hook on and like. He, the Anthony is just like comatose in the seat, and the, all the while, uh, uh, Brianna's sitting out in the uh, the pews alone. Like, what the fuck is that? Like, how the fuck am I gonna get out of here? Uh, I I like all the church stuff. I don't um, because I because it gets it get, I like it when it gets big like that. Uh, that's why many... I'm just like, yeah, this movie just kind of went off the rails a bit. So. What's uh, what's any skill scares or kills that worked? Like there was the girls in the bathroom, the elevator scene. I thought the elevator scene was pretty good. Um, I like the elevator scene. I liked when he went over that snobby um, lady's apartment. Oh, um, and he's looking in the mirror at the end. Uh, yeah, yeah, and he realizes he is Candyman. I like that. I, I like, like that part. I like how like long it is. Like I like how it's not like a quick flash. Like he actually like is looking at it for a while and then he sees like his hands all blistered and that's the hand that uh is the hook eventually like i yeah i liked i liked all that kind of stuff uh, i'm not a stupid part that i didn't like was when he was at the art gallery displaying his painting like it just shows him drinking one beer and then and next he's scene he's wasted. like belligerently <laughs> drunk and i'm like I thought he was just casually drinking a beer like everyone else in the um, gallery was. And then he just gets drunk and, like, pisses off his boss. <laughs> yeah, I, that's what I didn't understand. It was he had, like, we see him literally in one scene. He has, like, a half half a beer. And then the next scene, there, there's no transition. And then he's just like, yeah. fuck you if you don't get my art. And then he just runs out. Like, I don't understand what's happening there. I did like his art installation, though, where he's looking. you look through the... The thing, and then the paintings are inside. I don't know. I like. I, kinda, I like the look of it. And there was an em- that emphasis on that high school girl, like staring at it, like thinking about saying Candyman, and then didn't. And it, it went back to her in high school, like telling her friends about the um, what she saw. But I thought there was going to be more of a story on the girl because she just was like hooked on it. Yeah. That it like just really focused in on her, but then it's like she wasn't really that important. No, that felt like it was just like, oh, we need Candyman to kill someone else. Uh, let's have the girl from the art gallery. Like, And th- also that scene is like the first scene you see in the, a lot of the trailers. I feel like that was just like, eh, we need we need teens getting killed because that's what you'd put in horror movies. So let's, I don't know, let's <laughs> have this scene here. Oh my God, hold on. This weather this weather thing keeps, those like emergency flash flood things. I keep getting them. Oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. It's, okay. Um, what was I saying? Yeah, yeah, that feels like just something they put in because like 
uh, we need we need to do something for an extra five or ten minutes, put something in the trailer, make the kids want to see it, and uh, that's fine. So what do you think happens next? Is he just like, how do you stop the Candyman? And like, if it could be summoned, it can be taken away. So is it just like, he just comes back when everyone sees him in the mirror? Or and, like, and what's he going to do now? Like, what is Candyman's mission now? Is he going to just go and kill a bunch of cops or kill a bunch of people who say his name? I don't know. what it, it, it's, This is the unclear piece of Candyman to me. He's like, I don't get what Candyman wants. I don't know. Does he want revenge? Does, is he just a mindless killer? It doesn't seem that way. Uh, like, does he want... I mean, the way that he was produced, like, made was because of, like... You know, like the racial discrimination. So it seems like he wants justice. That's what it seems that like. That doesn't seem like it's the case. But like, yeah, if he did that, that why does he only kill people who say his name in the mirror? And it's it's it, it's mostly you know the it's mostly white people. But it doesn't seem like it has to be because he kills the one guy's the one kid's sister in the past. So and she's black. So why like and she's like a black little kid. Like what? So why does he? It, it's it's why the the mirror rule doesn't make sense with it should be his rule should really be like whenever someone's racist i show up like i know i don't know how to like i don't know how to like make that better like how to make that more concise but like if that's his real goal then that should be the way he appears not saying his name in the mirror but i guess that's a holdover from the original story there's also there's the original movie and there's two sequels to that one and they i i don't really know much about them they got like pretty bad reviews they seem like they were just kind of like made for made to, straight to dvd kind of stuff but um yeah, I mean, it could be more candy, man. This is good. How's this doing at the box office right now? 29 mil, cost 25. Uh, it's it, it could probably make make a little more, so it could get a sequel. Oh, now I'm getting that flood thing. Oh, it's the worst. Like, it, it's been raining all day. Why am I getting it now? Ours just started at, like, maybe at four. Oh, wait, I got another Oh, one. really? Four, I feel four. like it's been raining here the past couple hours. They sent me three in the past... 13 minutes like is that really necessary like i get it it's raining <laughs> um oh i say yeah yes yeah, so i don't really like get the i don't i don't get the rules still but yeah i mean is there more candy man coming i guess there could be i don't know what he's gonna do next i don't know what the next story would be um but if this makes enough money it's getting good critical reviews like i think it's got like a 80 something Rotten Tomatoes. Um, yeah, and honestly, I was a little surprised by that. I feel like this is more of like a 70 ish. Well, that's I what the audience guessing. score, Just, too. The audience score was like 74%. So I was like, that's a little closer to what I would expect. Yeah, I, I think so, too. Because, like we said, there's a lot of holes to pick at it. But as much as we should on it, like I did enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, it's still it's still good, but there's just there, there's a lot of problems. But like I I enjoyed the experience, and it's it's unique. It's not like every other jump scare horror movie. It's got it's got stuff in it that is atypical. Um, how, what I still gotta th- say I think I expected more out of Jordan Peele though, because he just raised the bar for himself so high, especially with us. Yeah, but he just wrote this one, so he, he's got another one. He's got another one coming out. Uh, I think next year that he's writing and directing. I think it's called Nope. Uh, so he's sticking with the simple titles. <laughs> so we'll see. We'll see what that one. What's how that one goes. What, what was your theater like? My theater was almost like it was almost fully packed. It was full of people. Oh, not mine. Mine was just like maybe four group of friends. Oh wow! Yeah, no, five group ours of was like I, like one. The seat next to me that was empty was like one of the only seats. Like there, there was like 
80, 90 wow. people. It was it was full. I, I it's the fullest theater I think I've been in in the past two years. Like it was a lot of people. There there were laughs. So when- did you have like the audience um, reactions when like something scary happened? Everyone was like, <gasps> or like when someone said like oh no you didn't yeah when, like, something. yeah there was a lot of there was a lot of uh of yeah like laughs when they're supposed to be laughs and like uh, like <gasps> like gasping stuff when like or uh, uh, my favorite is mm-mm, mm-mm. <laughs> that's my that's my favorite one yeah. is when it's just so it's some lady in like her mid-50s she's like nope not gonna do that and i, I <laughs> they did that once in the movie the uh, brianna's character when she goes into the laundromat, she opens the door to the basement, and it's like this creepy basement, and she just goes, nope, and closes the door. <laughs> and that got a big laugh out of our theater, because that's that's like, oh, the stupid horror movie character is going to go in the basement, and she's just like, no, nope, not doing that, and then she gets knocked out anyway. But yeah, there's there's some clever Gosh. stuff in here. It's 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 a mixed bag, but it's uh, overall, you're going to recommend it? No, I, I definitely would recommend it, and I, and I would watch it again whenever um, it's available on streaming. Yeah, I could put this on. It's not one I would watch intently. It's, it's it's like a soft recommend. It's like a soft to medium recommend. It's got good stuff, interesting, unique. Uh, it's just kind of sloppy and all over the place, but it's enough to recommend. So it's that's two recommends there for Candyman. So yeah, it's maybe on the slight disappointing side, but still a fun watch. So Candyman in theaters. You know, check it out again or whatever. I don't know. It could be another one coming. So and, and I think even though neither of us watched the original. Should probably go watch that if you want to understand it a little bit better. Better, maybe we're just sounding dumb because we didn't see that one and and that. Well, it was made in nineteen ninety two, so I'm not uh, just yeah, yeah, just doesn't go, <laughs> does not go back that far. If it's if it doesn't have a two in as the first digit, it's not gonna, it can't be watched. So, uh, uh, yeah. that is Candyman coming up. We've got more theater stuff. I think one of what's the next Marvel one? Shang Chi is the next Marvel one. So that'll probably that'll probably be. Our next big one that we do, a lot of stuff in the middle of the month, too. I think there's another horror movie coming out this month uh, that we might be doing. can't remember what it's called. It looks not like my kind of movie, but whatever. It's coming out. We'll do it. And in the meantime, if you have anything to recommend to us, Films with the Women in My Life on Facebook, reach out to me on Instagram. I am Brennan underscore pod host. And you can email the show, filmswiththewomen at gmail.com. All right, Jess, thanks for being on for Candyman. Yeah, thank you. I finally awaited. I feel like it's a little sad that I didn't live up to our expectations, but again, we still had a fun watch. I think there's some more good stuff coming out later on, too. We have like two years of movies now packed into the one, so I think there's a, there's a lot of like good catch-up stuff. So hopefully, hopefully some more good stuff down the pike. But uh, yeah, until next time, this is Brent signing off saying thanks for listening and enjoy your Thanks for listening to Films with the Women in My Life. If you enjoyed being a listener in our life, please rate and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or on your favorite podcast app. Keep up with the latest from the show on Instagram at Brennan underscore podhost, on Facebook at Films with the Women in My Life, and on Twitter at Films Women Pod. Finally, you can email the show with questions and suggestions at filmswiththewomen at gmail.com. Original music for the show was created by Ian Burke and Chris Iwanek. Original artwork created by Nicole D'Alessio. This show is produced by Brennan Snyder. Thank you again for listening and enjoy your movies.